welcome to the Collective Podcast. <laughs> I am Lauren Romo. With me, as always, my cousin and fellow nerd, Andrea Gutierrez. Greetings. Salutations. What's going on? I was going to sneeze right in the intro. <laughs> That's why. I was trying to, like, stop the record. <laughs> Didn't work out. Didn't work out. It's allergy season. season. Allergy yeah. season. You know? Yeah, it's that time of the year around here. Stupid. Yeah. Sucks. Sucks. The only thing I like about sneezing now is because Jimin sneezes a lot and it's like really cute. So when I, when I sneeze, I feel like I'm like, you know, relating to him in some sort of way. There's our BTS of the day, kids. There it is. <laughs> there it is. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, we're here. Finally here. We're talking about the Bad Batch finale today. Uh, if you guys have been listening to our recaps, I hope you've been enjoying them. Uh, we got a lot of content out, actually, uh, this Martin, week. I'm, I'm proud of you. You released Work. that episode. I, I just threw it together, kids. <laughs> Snapped it together. <laughs> yeah, but meal piece did and it worked. So it was, I mean, again, how we, well, how we do it. It works out a lot that way anyway. But yeah, so we have our Mando episode five recap out. We have our. Breakdown of all the Star Wars um, celebration news. That's out. And we will obviously, you're listening to this. So this is out. Talking about the Bad Batch finale. So a lot to talk about in those last two episodes. But before we do that, as always, this is your first time listening to us. Welcome. We are Star Wars podcast that discuss anything and everything within that galaxy far, far away. In each episode, we will dive into one one or two topics and have a general discussion on them. Topics could be movies, TV series, books, comics, a specific character, you name it. And we talk about it. All right, Ange. Wow. I mean, I'm I mean, I'm still upset. It's it's a lot to process. I just did a lot to watch and I was like, I'm still upset. A lot happened. A lot of things you and I we thought it was gonna go one way. Yeah, we thought it was going to like be Whoa, a happy ending. Wrong. Whoa, were we wrong? We were very, very wrong. But in a good way, though, I feel like. I think this took turns that I didn't see coming, but I like them, though. It, I'm, I'm glad. I mean, just, I guess, spoiler, it's ahead. We know they're getting a season three, celebration. Um, So they announced we're getting a season three. And it, they announced it is the final season. So three seasons. And yeah. you and I have talked about that before. Like, how long will this go? And I think you and I were both kind of like three, four max. But, th- like, three was solid. Three was a solid number. So I'm glad they're going. I'm glad they're doing that. You know, I, I'm glad we're going to f- wrap up this story. Because how it ended, yeah, we you can't just leave it there. <laughs> I mean, you just can't. Well, I mean, leading up to these last two, we had started to come to terms with where they might end up, what might happen to the Bad Batch and Omega, and we had come to terms of them receiving a peaceful life, and then it was just ripped from them. (laughs) We thought Fabu. Ripped from a rail car, you know? (sighs) Yeah, I... I mean, let's just jump into, well, first of all, before we jump into our overall thoughts. So there's two episodes. Both came out, dropped at the same time. Uh, There was The Summit, and that was uh, directed by Brad Rao and Nate Villanueva. Uh, That's episode 15. And then episode 16 was Plan 99. And that was directed by Brad Rao as well. And then Stuart Lee. Obviously, writers are Jennifer Corbett. Uh, and uh, Dave Filoni. And again, we say it all the time when we bring up, there's so many other people involved in this show. You know, it's not just Dave Filoni. It's, it's this entire Bad Batch team, starting with Corbett, and it goes all the way down to these directors like Brad, like Nate, like Stuart. Like, they just do a wonderful job with these characters, and they did a wonderful job this season. I think I, I love what they did. It took turns. It took twist. But let's stick with the finale, Ange. Overall thoughts. Give me what, how, how was it? Was it, were you really, were you shocked? Because I, I was. I, it's a bold move, Cotton, to do what they did. 
bold moves. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, you, so you remember this came out when Mando uh, yes. episode five released, which yes. was uh, the episode where. Uh, Ahmed Best? Go- Is it the Ahmed Best one? No, 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 no. It was the one where they go back to Navarro. It's the pirates. Oh, pirates. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It was, it was, you know, Mando was like fun and full of energy and just like oh man i love this this is what it's about and then i watched the bad batch and i was just like i don't even know if i can get up and get ready to go to work (laughs) i mean it was it was rough and i i just kept thinking the entire time getting ready like this is not what i thought was gonna happen but i mean number one it was beautiful. Number two, the music was outstanding, especially towards the conclusion and the build. Holy crap, was it so good. Kiners are so good. The so brothers, good. Kevin Kiners, they're so good. The animation was great. The action was good. Uh, the way the story came together was just, you know, them going to the summit, someone else being at the summit. Um, mm-hmm. That was, that blindsided me completely. And then... You know, we had talked earlier in the season about someone maybe not making it, and you always say crosshair, and I said, I hate to break your heart, I think it's going to be Tech, because he was showcased so much throughout the season, and that looks to be the case, whether he survived that fall, like, the rest of every Star Wars character that has survived a a fall, I hope so, but I feel like that sacrifice was meaningful, and it's going to stick, so... um. Yeah, I mean, I just, I really, I really liked the episode. It had like big galactic implications throughout it because Tarkin was there talking to Hemlock. You saw Krennic, he brings up Project Stardust. You know, you see Saw trying to do a part of his part of the rebellion and interfering. And then, and then freaking Sid, man. Oh, we'll talk about her. (laughs) So overall, I mean, great storytelling great creation of of um a climactic ending and a continuation of what's to come next so it it was great this season perfect i i agree i think it really was overall very well done story was good the character development i mean you you brought it up and tech huge season and now it makes sense why. And now it makes sense why. You know, he did the the sacrifice. You know, and just his last words of like, you know, when have we ever followed orders? Like, it's just oh it's my God. so good. We'll dive deeper into maybe the whole tech thing. But yeah, I mean, just for my overall thoughts, I echo what you said. Beautiful. Like, again, some of these shots, especially the one that really sticks out to me, is the one like after they crash, after they after Tech sacrificed himself, they crashed with through the rail car. Omega is down, and you see her point of view being carried uh by Wrecker. So good. Oh my god, that was such good. Like that was so good. I got chills right now thinking like thinking about it. It was cinematic, like hands down, the sound, everything. It was so good. Yeah, I mean, it was like, I don't want to say video game-esque, but it was, yeah, it was cinematic. Like, it was so good, that shot. And then we got we got surprises. We got Tarkin. We had Hemlock, obviously. But like you said, we had Krennic. And they did give Ben Mendelsohn voice credit. So obviously, they probably just pulled an archive. I don't think he was probably like... I think he just said, yes, sir. Yeah, right. I mean... I doubt that they, you know, he was in a booth doing that line a few times. Like they were, they probably just pulled it from archives from Rogue One or something. But he was credited as, as Krennic. It wasn't even director Krennic. It was, uh, what was his, what was his title now? It wasn't director though. I don't remember. I didn't catch that. It wasn't director Krennic, but it was, obviously we know it was Krennic. So, and then again, you had that. In motion. And you had the Bad Batch sneaking in. You had Saw show up. Freaking Saw Guerrero, man. <laughs> that guy. And then Tech trying to be the voice of reason to Saw. Like, did you ever think that doing this is 
you would gain more if you didn't do this. And then Saw just doesn't want to hear it and wants to hide behind the excuse of the greater good. I was like, oh. But that's so Saw, though, right? Yeah, it really was. I mean, that is so Saw. Keep going. No, 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 no. Go ahead. I mean, that's all I got. I was going to say, do you think that was Jin with him? That female voice? No. I don't think so. Because if you, I think if timeline wise, I think she'd be like super young. Like, really, 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 really young, I think. If we're looking at the timeline. I think she, I think she'd be, like, super young. So, I don't, yeah, I don't, that definitely was not her, in my opinion. You know? But it, it's a It it's didn't a sound like theory. her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't sound like her. Again, voice acting, they could have just, you know, said it was or whatever. You know, that's fine. But I don't think it was credited. I mean, I didn't notice it saying, like, Jin or so or... No, even so, in like the captions, it didn't like have her name or anything like that. So yeah, so I yeah, I I don't think it was. I know it's a fun theory to think about though, but yeah, I don't think timeline matches that. But but you had saw, and then yeah, you had the great action on the rail on the uh, on the rail cars. Man, that was really good. I mean, that shot of those um, I don't know what ships they are, but the ones that Krennic has go after the rail cars coming out of like the clouds or whatever it's good stuff i mean god it was just it's so good it's such a beautiful show so yeah and then again the big portrayal of sid that was uh, we'll talk a about long, Sid. a long time coming you know i mean they really held on to that uh betrayal right up to the very end i was almost hopeful that we were not gonna get something like that but you knew it was coming the minute they were back on ord mantel that scene of uh record just sitting across from her and my god yeah i mean let's let's just i mean unless if you got any more overall thoughts Ange. no i'm ready to dive in yeah let's i mean let's let's start there let's start with let's start well you know what before we get to sid let's start with tech Mm -hmm. because that sacrifice I'm telling you what, I could not, I was shocked. I was very shocked. I did not see that coming. I did not expect that. But I applaud the boldness of the team to do that. Because they easily could have, you know, had them all survive and still have Omega captured. But the way they set Tech up throughout the season, and you brought it up, Ange, the the entire season, it was very Tech-heavy from even, like, the first episode. And then you get, you know, then you had those other moments of him and Omega talking in the cave, him racing. Like, you just had all these moments. Him and Fee, you had all these wonderful moments. And then for them to be like, we're going to make a bold choice and where he's going to sacrifice himself, that's... I mean, bravo and kudos, I will have to say to the writers, for being that bold. For being that bold to say one of these main characters, one that everybody likes and, like, loves, for them to be like, he's going to sacrifice himself? That's insane. That's in, it's insane to me. So my question, though, and obviously, talk about, talk about that, the whole tech sacrifice but my other question is, do you want him to be gone? Like, do you want him to return in any way, shape, or form? Do you expect him to come back? Like, give me give me your give me your vibe. What do you got? So I think the setup on it, just like we have talked about it, him being showcased throughout the entire season, even in the episode The Summit, him having that somewhat of a goodbye conversation with the and when you rewatch yeah. that, it it has like a sting to it. I think, and like you said, it it was a bold choice because it's a character that's well loved, and but to me, it's also a character that's a necessity to this group and to this show. That's a great point. Like, how can you do that? Who do you replace him with? They're, I mean, they're at a. I mean, not to sound cold, but they're at a tactical disadvantage without him. So what do they do? And that's kind of what makes me believe they would bring him back. Okay. 
But part of me thinks they would bring him back just because it's Star Wars and this is what they do. I mean, not to be like cynical about it, but you just never know. Anybody could come back, right? So, I mean, somehow Palpatine returned. <laughs> we know how Palpatine returned. Don't be that person. No, but I mean, but it, <laughs> am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong, Ange. I mean, me really, the, the greatest example is Darth Maul. I mean. Fair. No, that's a good that's one. the best example there is. So, and, I, and the Grand Inquisitor in the Obi-Wan series, I mean, it, yeah. it's all, you know. I guess the only people that haven't came back is Vader and Ben Solo. So that's where we are. So I guess it doesn't always happen. I take it back. Star Wars and Lucasfilm. But it happens often. But it does happen often. Would I be mad that it happened? Heck no. I want tech back. I like tech. Um, I love tech. He's a part of um, a team and a family and he is valued. I would love for him to be back. But I do I did like how Wrecker said that, told him that, that Tech put the squad ahead of him and he, he made that sacrifice and they're not going to waste it. They're going to continue to, to do what they need to based off of what Tech has done for them. So to me, I, I, I get it. It gives them drive and purpose and, and all of that. But they're they lost a big piece. It's huge. What do you do now? Do, yeah, and you don't, you don't even have Omega. Who fills in those shoes? I, yeah, I, I, Echo. I I guess it's not the same. It's again, it's a bold choice, and I'm and I'm, I'm glad you brought up that idea of obviously, yeah, he's he's a member of the team, but he's a huge part of it. I mean, he did all that technical stuff man able to you know restart you know rail rail cards do this do that it's he is a very very i think beyond hunter he's probably the i mean maybe you could even argue he's probably the most important i mean i would i would think so i mean he he pilots here he repairs he codes he uh he's he's strong he's a soldier you know he's not just like the brains of the operation i mean we saw in a lot of episodes this season that he can hold his own um physically as well too so you know he i just i don't know what they would do i don't know yeah i i it's I, again that's why i do applaud them for going this route and here's the thing i know you said you would love him to come back and so would i he's he's my favorite of the members. I've talked about that before on here. I would feel I I just would not like the the fake out in in this instance. I just Chewbacca, wouldn't. Chewbacca, that was other fake out. Sorry. Yeah. No, you're right. No, it was. I mean, but we all knew that was gonna I mean that was lame. Yeah, right. But irregardless of that. I don't want the fake out of, you know, oh, they were able to whatever. You know, even if it was a clone of a clone, a clone of tech or something like. All right, dude, I get it. But like, I want I want that sacrifice to have meaning like you were kind of saying, Ange. I want it to mean something. I don't want it just to be a cheap thing where they can like, oh, no, he's still alive and. You know, don't worry, guys. Like, no, like, be bold. You did a bold thing by doing what you did for the, as a, you know, the writing team. Stick with it. Stick with it. Show now, this is going to show how, you know, what, just like you were talking about, Ange, how do they adapt? What do they do? That could, that, that to me is a fascinating story now heading into season three. How do you replace tech? What do you do? You know, I I I think it's again as much as I would love it because yeah, I love tech and fee. I love that relationship. Yeah, I want them to you know right off into the sunset, of course. But I just for me, I would just feel like, you know, okay, you're gonna let a guy fall, how far? 
and say he's alive, but then you are going to kill a character like Ben Solo. Like, again, I know it's two separate things. I don't want to, but, but my point is stay the course. That yeah. that would be my only like thing to the writers. Like, hey, you know what? If you want to bring him back and you can make it make sense, go for it. I'm here for it. But if you can't, like, don't do it just just to, you know, like, don't do it because all of us fans want it. Stick with your guns. Just stick with it. And let that be a big sacrifice for this team. And let's see what they do. I think they should. Um, this is kind of bad. I think they should have showed the body. I'm dead serious. Like, they showed the goggles. And that goes to show that. I don't know that that he could still be alive because that could just yeah. be Hemlock messing with them, and they has he they have him. You're not all that they can do is tease them with with those goggles. So I mean, I guess if we could have saw like when Omega is on Tantus, like confirmation that like Tech is gone. So because we didn't see that i'm going to believe that maybe maybe he could come back and but either fair. way i'm fine with no i'm with you i think i mean either way i'm fine with as well and again you're right the whole trope of you don't see the body all that applies and it's star wars all of it applies but i just i just hope they really do stick with the guns stick to what they did and let it be a big, like, thing for the team, like a drive. Like you were saying, Hunter was talking to Omega, like this, you know, this is giving us, you know, this is giving them purpose to to hide on Pabu and to do this. Like, let it be a, a motivation for them now, you know? Don't let it just be something that, oh, oh, my God, tech's alive. Like, again, if... I'm not going to be upset either way. I'm just how I feel initially. And even after all this time, I just hope they stick with it. I really do. I I just want them to stick with it and just let's see the repercussions. Cause I think again, Andrew brought up a very good point. How do you replace him? How do you replace him? I don't, that's a tough task. That's a very tough task. And I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with it. Uh, any final thoughts, Andrew, you want to bring up on tech? Um, I do. I they didn't mention tech. I don't think in the Bad Batch panel at Star Wars Celebration. No, tech was not in the footage, the in-room teaser that anybody nope. saw. So, um, but I don't feel like they closed out that character there or gave right. dedication to that character in that panel. So, again, I'm. Right in between of where we could be. No, you're right. And yeah, I mean, during that during that panel, that yeah, right. I mean, they said they talked about the choice. You know, the choice of doing that. You know, Wait, they talked I, about hang that. Hang on, hang on. I changed my mind. So on the StarWars.com, uh, article for the Bad Batch panel, it says the end of season two saw the death of team member Tech and the capture of Omega. Ooh, so StarWars.com confirm? It says the death of team member Tech. I mean, they could always <laughs> edit that later on. But again, I I again I'm not gonna be mad if they bring it back. I'm not. I don't I was having a conversation with somebody during celebration that was actually there at the panel. Or no no no, not even at that. No, this was when the episode dropped. I was talking to, to to somebody and they they were very like no i want them alive just kind of you know because they want him and they want tech and feed to have a you know a good and a, a happy ending which i get like i totally get that and i want that too being a tech fan so yeah i mean if you do bring him back you better put him and feed together right and you better have feed kicking sid's ass yeah, I mean, let, let's get to Sid. I I don't like her. I'm just going <laughs> to straight out say it. I, ha- I have been a... Benefit let- of the doubt. You've yes, been... I yeah, have been. I know. I've been giving it to her, like, you know, let's see what she does. Maybe she can be, you know, redeemed. 
maybe she just, you know, has a very troubled past. I was trying to, you know, but no. No. Now is she redeemable? I don't, I don't, I, for me right now, no. Yeah. No. But again, I know a lot of people are like, this is like her Lando moment. You know, turning on, uh, turning on Han and Leia. I get it. Way worse than Lando. Oh, I agree. She called them there. I agree. I agree. I mean, they, the Empire showed up before Han and Leia then got there. So, right. Lando was a little more tied up. I agree. She physically called the Empire and told them. So, yeah. She's scum. I, I, I don't disagree. I was, I was mad. I don't know where they're going to do with her character now. If they don't bring her back, I'm fine with it. I hope Fee kicks her ass. I mean, right. I mean, I hope she get hers. And I don't, I just, it's so funny we talk about characters like this. (laughs) But it's true, though. That bitch has it coming. (laughs) Dang trained oceans. Dang trained oceans, man. Oh, I don't, again, I don't. So let's think, how did you feel like when that moment? Sid and Wrecker in the bar. Like, did you feel it in that moment? Oh yeah. yeah. When she when she was like, you know, here here's one in the house, I'm like, all right, that's yeah. sus, but okay. But when she had the arms folded and then he was like, What's with you? Oh I was like, You called him, didn't you? I'm like, I hate you right now. I hate you. And then blaming it on them, you know, like trying to yeah, like it's their oh, fault. Gaslighting oh, them and terrible. being like, you know, I try I tried to help you boys. Oh F you, Sid. Like how many times did they bail her out? I know. Like, no, get out of here. No, I no redeeming qualities for me now, unfortunately. So it was nice that that was like, you know, very straightforward um, storyline, right? We were told right in the beginning of the season, like Malegi told us that, you know, you can't trust Sid and, you know, even Fee had we said knew it. early on, right? We knew early on and, you know, we were kind of waiting for this to happen. And the fact that it happened in the last episode and that the consequences were so severe and then coming off of the loss of tech i mean it was just like talk about like a one-two punch of just like oh i'm done from like sad to angry like oh yeah in a millisecond like you went from like i can't believe tech died to oh god sid just screwed them over so does someone get revenge on Sid, do you think? Or do we just kind of leave her for what she is? I think we just leave her for what she is right now. I mean, again, I can see... Again, I can see them attempting to have her redeemed. I don't think the Batch will go after her. But I'm telling you, I do think Fee will. I think Fee oh, will yeah. put her in a hard spot and and get her. I think it could be the Empire themselves, to be honest. She opened that, that door. Yeah. She opened that door and now it's she can't she can't close it. And she didn't even want the Empire around, but then she chose the Empire over those over the Bad Batch. And that's what makes me mad. That's I think what upsets me the most is that she she knows who the Empire is. She even early on in the season said they take over worlds and all that stuff and that they're going to come knocking on the door eventually. And she invited them to do that now. You know, like she didn't want that to happen, but she was quote unquote forced to because of them. No, dude, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. I don't care what your backstory is now. Like irredeemable for me. But again, can I see, though, where they tried to redeem her? Yeah. I can. Will I like it? No, probably not. Yeah, but... I don't need it. No, thanks. Don't no. even don't even yeah. put that on the on the boards. Don't even try it out. No one needs that. I'm fascinated because, I mean, what for you, Ange, where, what do we do with her? Do, you, do we see her next season? I mean, you've had her in the first two seasons. I think we see her, like, down the line somewhere, just, like, in a bar, and you just see that she's just 
completely like shriveled up and <laughs> never made it out of that terrible life that she's living and then somehow I mean, she gets hers i mean that's just how i see it you know i, I wouldn't be mad at it because again i yeah i really don't know where you go with her now especially after that betrayal but again star wars is what star wars is about redemption so do i see it yeah could, i mean could i see it happening yes but they better do it in a in the most spectacular way. I hope they don't do it. It's completely unnecessary. I mean, I don't disagree, but I can see them doing it because, again, what is Star Wars is redemption. So you redeemed Darth Vader, one of the greatest villains of all time. Yeah, man, but he was squishy on the inside. I mean, she could be too. We just no, don't know. she ain't. Again, I know. Give him benefit of the doubt. <laughs> You're, you're Team Sid. No, I'm not Team Sid. Not after that. After that betrayal. No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I refuse. Refuse. But yeah, that was a big... That was... I mean, you and I... You were more on, obviously, Team I Don't Want Sid anymore longer than I was. I was on Team Get the Hell Out of Here. Yeah. And they were heading towards that road, obviously. And we thought that was going to be the end game. You know, we thought that, okay, yeah, they're going to break away from her. They're going to go on Pabu. But nope, now it's a mission to save Omega. So speaking of Omega, that's a segue, kids, if you don't know. Let's... You're really good at them. I mean, you really just. <laughs> Let's talk about Omega. You just set them up and knock them down. <laughs> Let's talk about Omega. It's probably the worst thing to do on podcasting is to, you know, point out your own segues. Anyway. <laughs> Like we care. <laughs> like anybody cares. Who listens? Like five people? No, I'm kidding. I love all of our listeners. We love the five, our five listeners. Yeah, right. No, we no. really do. <laughs> we know we really do love our listeners. But no, I with Omega now. I I really I mean, what happens to her? She's on Tannis now. And she has a sister. What Girl. is going on? You brought that up earlier, and you know, I kind of heard people bringing up the accent, all that stuff. I didn't want to believe it because it seemed mm -hmm. so weird, you know, but the the uniform, her, like, connection somewhat to Nalase, her accent, but man, the minute that bitch said Omega, I was like, here we go. I couldn't believe it. I was like, ain't no one say Omega, but Omega. I There are a lot of people that were calling it like a long time ago. Like when the first time we see Emery and she's in that outfit and the, and the voice and everything. And because of who the voice actor is, a lot of people were like, that's she's related to Omega 100%. I'm like, So what does really? that mean she's related to that they're sisters? Like, what is that? Like, if you're clones... And you came from the same petri dish. Your your siblings. Is that how that works? Like, I wonder. What does that mean? For me, I take it as maybe she is a derivative of Omega. Like they cloned Emery from Omega. Like they cloned, you know, Boba. Uh, like they're like they're cloning from Django, right? Right. And she just she has is accelerated that. growth, right? Yeah, that's that's kind of where I go with it. I get it. That's that's where I go. So yeah, I mean I can see it. I and I but we talked about Emery and how maybe she does have a soft heart for clones. This could be why. This could be why. Because she is a clone herself. And, you know, she she wants to help as much as she can. That's my that's my story. I'm sticking to it. But now it's like, okay, Omega's captured. Where do, what do we go? What do we do with her next season? Like, obviously the boys want to go get her back, and they will. But, like, what? I mean, d is she going to be helping with experiments with Emery? Like, what is she going to be doing? I am fascinated. So what, where do you go with all this, Ange? It's fascinating that they don't want Omega because she is a clone. That they just want her to get Nalase to work on the Emperor's That's project. A good point. That's what I find like super fascinating. Almost Not like even. yeah. 
almost like how they wanted Crosshair just to get to Clone Force 99, that they didn't necessarily want Crosshair to do experiments on him like they're doing on the other clones. But maybe that's over and done with and they're going to start to realize what they have and then start doing things with these people on Mount Tantus. It's fascinating, you know, if you go to the summit episode and just how Hemlock is talking about how they're going to be utilizing the clones now as prisoners, as experimentations, they talk about if the Senate finds out about it, Hemlock says his stuff is on lock. Ain't anybody going to, no one's going to find out about his stuff. And Until then, Hunter finds out. <laughs> yeah. And then when you get to the end of uh, Plan 99, the end of the season finale, where... Nalase tells Hemlock what the Emperor wants is not possible. And Hemlock is still like, well, we're going to we're going to convince you that it is and you're going to figure it out. So or it's Omega's life or it's Omega's life. Right. So like what? So is it it's force cloning? It's cloning and implementing the force. It's like whatever the the Emperor needs to do. Right. So. It's it's interesting because this whole scenario is not far off of the Mandalorian and the sequel trilogy. You know, like this storyline gets you to those two places as well, too. It's Matched so up. it's mm-hmm. so awesome. So, I mean, I just like that that storyline is continuing and we're going to get to see what the science division is doing and we get to see how close Palpatine gets to what he wants before the Battle of Endor. So that's what I that's why I'm a little frustrated with only one more season because we kind of have a lot of backstory to tell on what's going on with Palpatine. And I felt like this was a good way to get there. But I mean we kind of already know in a way, but I mean the more detail the better. So I'm I don't know. I, I and then what are they doing with the clones? And that and also, uh, like when during the summit meeting they were talking about like, Tarkin even says like we will quell a clone uprising when it happens. Like so they're prepared for an uprising. They are anticipating one as well too. So that's definitely in the cards as well. And that's exciting to think that we're going we're going to see a clone uprising and we're gonna see. Who comes out of it? The winner. We know. But here's my thing, though, too, because, you know, we're talking about cloning and we know obviously the clones are being decommissioned and will be completely, you know, decommissioned. But in Rebels, in season two, when they run into Rex, Gregor, Wolf, who in the footage supposedly he might have been in there so that's kind of yeah i heard yeah that's kind of cool but you know in that episode they reached out to the empire i know and they weren't like oh clones so like how do you again i'm gonna give give the team time to kind of have that make sense but like there's got to be a point where they just leave these decommissioned clones alone so maybe we won't get that quote-unquote uprising or they just sniff out the ones that are and the ones that don't they just leave alone right yeah maybe wolf is just one of those that pretends to be compliant like he is um their their connection or their contact within the empire you know i could see that so there is that i mean because echo said and i think in the summit episode that he knew where Hemlock was because they have someone on the on the inside. And that could be Wolf. Could be. So yeah, I mean again, just I don't know if we'll get the big like uprising that I believe or that I would that I would love just because of what they have already established in other shows that I don't think we're going to get that big old, you know, that big I mean, we still could, I guess, like, you know, a small pocket of it. But I don't, yeah. Again, just because of what we see in Rebels and we know that they are receptive to, you know, communicating with ex-clone troopers and all that, decommissioned clone troopers. 
I don't know if a big old like you know the the uprising that I, what what I think or what I would like to see is going to happen, but and that's fine. I think season three is going to be more about obviously them finding Omega, getting her out, getting Crosshair out, and yeah, th- I think this clone the cloning stuff is going to be there. I don't know if it's gonna like the clone the whole clone uprising stuff. I don't think it's going to be a storyline that they will really touch on. You know? So, and again, I, I, I'm I, excited to see what they do with Omega because like you said, do they even know? I'm trying to even to think. And do they even know Omega is a clone? Like, I, I mean, they know, Hemlock knows that, right? Yeah, I think so because I think that's what Lama say said that she was a clone. I that, can't remember. That yeah, Nalase was fond of a clone, this clone. Oh and yeah, 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 yeah. He did, didn't he? I think he mentioned that she was a clone. No, I think you're right. I think you're right. So listen, the Empire's dumb. <laughs> I mean, fair. They have tunnel vision. They go after and look for what they want. That's but fair. maybe not. I mean. I would hate for them to turn Omega into something or whatever. I don't I don't really think that's going to be the case, but for right now they're just using her as bait and that's it. And I want I mean you and I talked about with Omega 2, are we going to see Boba? Could we see that in season 3? I don't know if that's really a storyline anymore. So the the rumors of the footage that they saw in Star Wars Celebration was that they did see Fennec. Yes, Fennec they saw. So one bounty hunter leads to another, maybe? I don't know. You never know. I mean, obviously Fennec makes sense because she did tell, was it Nala say? At the end of season one, like, you know, if you need me, let me know. So this is probably going to be her calling in that favor, saying, you have to come get Omega out of here. I could see that. And then maybe that's how the Bad Batch finds out, because maybe that's who Fennec tells. I don't know. But I think, yeah, I mean, that would make a lot of sense. But yeah, I mean, again, you, I don't know if the whole, you know, will she meet Boba or all that stuff. I don't know if we'll really touch that. And I'm, I'm kind of okay with it now because I again I don't that's not the major plot point story right like it was just information that I wish that we could get fleshed out more but like I, at this point I'm okay I don't know yeah. how do you feel yeah I, I mean it's interesting if they cross paths but I'm not like needing it I don't think it moves her story along or his story along so at this point now at this right? point it doesn't so right I think earlier we we definitely you and I talked about it we wanted that but. Yeah. Now it just doesn't make sense. How they have wrapped up the second season. Now we, we've kind of moved on from that. And I'm okay with that. I am. I'm, I'm definitely okay. The rest of the Bad Batch, I mean, you're down one, like, we saw, like we've been talking about tech. So you have Hunter and you have Wrecker and you have Echo. You know, and Hunter, I think, is about to go all, you know, Last of Us Joel and going after <laughs> Omega. I can't wait. I hope they go that dark, honestly. But I mean, I doubt they will. But like, I feel like he, if anybody could kind of go that way, like just yeah, tunnel I mean, vision. He, he, I can see he, it. Yeah. I mean, he hasn't really had like a breaking point yet. And I think this could be it. This is it though, right? I think so. This has, I mean, this is, this is his point where it's okay. Yeah. Gloves are off. He doesn't care if he if the Empire knows where they are. Because clearly they know they know them now. They know where they were. I think he doesn't care anymore. So what about Crosshair? I I hope they save him. I think he will join. I mean, if they can save him, I think he joins the team again. Because I think the journey he went on through this season, right? We didn't get a lot of Crosshair, but... The stuff that we did get with him was big, though, right? Like, him realizing that, you know, good soldiers follow orders isn't really the way that, the way of life, right? It wasn't, it's not the path that he should be going on. So I can see them saving him, you know, saving Omega, saving her, 
saving her, saving him, with the help of with the help of Emery, maybe Emery joins the team. She's maybe, a new tech. Right, I was just I literally was just about to say that. She's a new tech. She's got the uh she's got the goggles. Yeah. I'm just saying. I I'd be cool with that. So did you read this little uh a breakdown of what they showed on StarWars.com. Oh, go ahead. What do you got? Yeah. So an in-room teaser trailer was shown at the end of the panel, giving fans a sneak peek at season three. It began with the Emperor, once again voiced by Palpatine actor Ian McDermott, visiting Dr. Royce Hemlock, leader of the Empire's cloning efforts on Mount Tantus. It is imperative that this facility remains secure, Palpatine says. Your brilliance is a great asset to the Empire. All members of the Bad Batch appear with Hunter addressing Omega's capture at the hands of the Empire. Omega's been waiting for us. I'm not making her wait another day. We see Omega and a sullen Crosshair, both still in Imperial custody. I'm not giving up, Crosshair, Omega tells him. I won't leave you either. You're my brother. Throughout, there are glimpses of several worlds and characters, including Republic Commandos, clones, wrecks, plenty of giant creatures, and Ming-Na Wen's Fan favorite bounty hunter Fennec Shan. It's huge. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> I'm ready. 2024. Yeah. Uh, is season think. three is what they said. I'm I'm ready, dude. Uh, give next year. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. They probably been recording it already and all that stuff. I bet. Like, I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, I assuming because you know that stuff takes a long time to animate to voice act so they probably been on on it for for a minute but that's exciting again the whole bringing in palpatine again like it makes sense because we're on the cloning track that's one of the better storylines for me and i know for you we like that storyline a lot fennec shan makes sense again i hope we get um the martez sisters yeah i do too i think me like hondo watch is on effect With Rex there, heck yeah. And and again, there's rumors of wolf uh, sightings there. So again, that, that would be cool to kind of see like how Rex and Gregor and Wolf maybe ended up where they were when we see them in Rebels. I think this could be the, the start of that, right? Like their journey of where of that. I, I'm down with that. But yeah, I think this is season three is gonna be big. I'm assuming it's gonna be again a full sixteen episodes. I'm cool with that, and I'm excited to see where it leads. I really am. I'm excited. I'm excited to see where it goes. I do hope that again. I I do. I hope. I hope Crosshair joins them again. I hope Emery joins them and becomes a new tech. Like I would just love all that, but we'll see. Again, I. We we had a lot of different thoughts throughout this entire second season, and some were right, some we were way off on. But that's that's the point of good writing, though. You know, yeah. I mean, they really had us going in one direction, and then that's yeah. sharp left. Yeah, <laughs> sharp left. Like, I love it. And anybody, um, you know, obviously all these other Bad Batch storylines heading into season three. What kind of where, where you at? Where where your thoughts go? Uh, I'm just enjoying this. I I like that we're talking about Mount Tantus. You know, that has a little bit of heir to the Empire uh, reference to it. So this story is starting to connect other stories. I think uh, in very subtle ways. So it's. I really like this series. I really like it. It's great. It's a solid show, man. I mean, it's again, this could be one of those must watch at the end. Yeah. Like Rebels is. Yeah. Because this could be the, I mean, this is almost the beginning of the whole cloning process before we get to Mando, right? This is like the beginning of it. I mean, think about the things that happen in this season. Think about, like, Crosshair shooting that Imperial officer. Think about Crosshair and Mayday. Think about Crosshair and Cody. Cody. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is, it's been a, a stunning season. I mean, we even had Dooku reference. 
in the beginning of the season. Man, Dooku keeps showing up everywhere. I freaking love it. It is. It's, it's, it's fun to see. It's very fun to see. <laughs> but yeah, again, I'm excited. Season three is the, again, they've announced that it's the final season. And I feel like it's good. Three seasons, I'm good. That works. Like, that works for me. Yeah. Kind of a beginning, middle, end. Like, this was, this was their Empire Strikes Back, right? This was that, you know, we end in a dark place. So now where do we go? Yeah, it definitely has like the hero's journey um, movement. Yeah, no, it does for sure. For sure it does. And Anne's final thoughts before we wrap up? No. I'm excited. Yeah, I mean, I think we're both excited for next uh, next season. Next next season, 2024. So 2024 is going to have Bad Batch, uh, Skeleton Crew. And is there another? There's probably going to be one more thing, I think. Maybe. Oh, uh, Andor. Oh, yeah, Andor. Yeah, Andor Season 2, Bad Batch, and then Skeleton Crew. I don't know. Skeleton Crew is supposed to end this year. Acolyte. The oh, Acolyte. Yeah. So, Acolyte, yeah. Bad Batch, and Andor. Oh, oh, oh. oh, my God. Talk about three vastly different, like, <laughs> Star Wars. Oh, I can't wait now, man. I'm excited. That's going to be some good stuff. That's going to be wonderful stuff. All right, kids. That's it. That's the show. Thank you for listening to us. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, you can follow us, uh, the Galactic Podcast at the Galactic Pod on Twitter and Hive. Uh, we're not on Hive a lot, but you know I'll check in from time to time. But uh, if you guys could uh, find us on Apple, you guys can find us on Apple Pod, Google Play, Spotify, all the major platforms, and uh, give us a rate and review. Let us know that you're enjoying the show. It helps get get the word out about us if you really enjoy it. And uh, hey, tweet at us. Just say hey, I listen to you guys' show. I like it. We we would appreciate it. We like that. And you guys can follow me, Lauren Romo, at Knows on Twitter and Hive. You can follow me, Andrea Gutierrez, at R2D2Step on Twitter. That's all I got. <laughs> and she talks about BTS. Wow. Lots going on. Lots going on. All right, kids. As always, may the force be with you. Always. Always.